Sounds good. Hear me roar. The liberal women of Chesterfield. That's coming up. Hear me roar. (laughs) Could the uh, Department of Health actually really define males as males and females as females? Trump got that one right. And the Spanberger team. They showed up on my steps of my house. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the Founding Fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this awesome Friday afternoon. And it's awesome because yes. I escaped. <laughs> and they shan't find me. Uh, Actually, they let me go just a little while ago. So eight days in the hospital, is, uh, is that too long? You remember that old song, Eight Days a Week? Yeah, that's too long. That's ridiculous. Eight minutes for me is too long going forward. Just too long. I didn't have any choice. I mean, I know, and I that's wouldn't a good be sitting thing. here today if I hadn't gone in. It's true. And hats off to Tuckahoe Volunteer Rescue. They rock. Do they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, then they're if, they're, if they're the reason you're sitting here, then hats off to them as well. Glad you're well, back, they my helped. brother. The Henrico Doctors Hospital on Forest is the reason I'm sitting here. Good. They've got phenomenal Dahmer's. Doctors. Dahmer's? How about Dahmer's? Dahmer's. 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 I, I haven't got blood okay. all uh, the way back to my brain my, yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a break. Fantastic Dahmer's. <laughs> and uh, a great ICU. Those people are amazing. They're amazing. They care. Yeah. They care about you living. And that's the reason I'm here. All right, good. I'm glad you're here, brother. And whoever gave you. the blood, thank yeah. you. Thank you, exactly. Thank give you blood. Much. Give blood. Yeah, like give blood because I may need more soon. I don't know. <sighs> All right, we're Who'd up and running. 454 1366. Phone lines open 454. 1366, the only two-headed talk show is back. Coming up at four, you, uh, University of Virginia is getting pressure from Latinos. Pressure. You remember that song, uh, Pressure? Pre- yeah, I we do remember play that. It. They're getting pressure from Latinos. Latinos want perks. They want Latino perks. So they partitioned UVA. What's a Latino I don't perk? know. We're going to find out at four. And it you also... Know, a free taco wrap breakfast for morning. <laughs> you're, so what is a la- you're so what is insensitive. You're so insensitive. What is a Latino You're offensive. Perk? And of course, this has not changed uh, for you. That's going to make me a racist now? Yes, Megan Kelly. No, it's not. I like Which, by the way, coming up at four o'clock... Taco breakfast, too. Megan Kelly will be discussed. She's gone from NBC because she said absolutely nothing. You know what her fault was? You know what Megan Kelly's mistake was? Uh, you know what? Probably not being. No, her mistake was apologizing. She should have said, what are you talking about? Well, I've listened to the clip and there's no reason to apologize. For anything. For anything. Exactly. So we got that uh, coming up at four. But first. That's, um, that's pathetic. On th- they were looking for an excuse to fire her. They had to be. I know. I think you're right. We'll, we'll discuss that at four. But first, you got to hear this, Richard. On Sunday, my doorbell rang. And Reagan says, Dad, there are people at the door. <laughs> it's like we don't get many people. <laughs> yes, Reagan. That's what that means. That's what means. that doorbell means. So <laughs> so I, I go He's to the door sweetheart. and I open it up. And there are two women standing on my doorstep that have Spam Burger stickers on. And I, literally, I busted out laughing. I said, I cannot believe that you're standing on my doorstep. Now, this is what's unbelievable, and I will give kudos to the Spanberger people. They are targeting Republicans. The House is a Republican, and they know that the House is a Republican. They came there to say, vote for 
are is Brat's team doing that? Are they knocking on liberal doors going, look, you don't want the the Spamberger team shut up on my doorstep? Maybe they think the only way to get Spanberger into office is to go around door to door on the people that who are gonna vote for Dave Bratt, regardless of anything, and try to switch them over. I would have said, hang on a minute, let me get my wife up here and got out the back door and came around the side <laughs> with the hose. Oh, no, no, and no. I, would have I, said, I wanted to debate them. Three seconds. I loved it. Two I, seconds. One second. Whoosh. Out of, out of hose. See, now, you would have been, that's how you were considered a, a mean conservative. Me, on the other hand. I think I'm a funny conservative. Yeah, I think you are too. Now, me, hose. I don't think I handle it very well. But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. She does think it was a mistake, Abby. Now, the people on the step, I immediately engaged them, of course. Closed the door behind me, had a great conversation with these two older, I would say older women. So who, did they walk away from their peel and this man burger stickers off saying, no. Dave Brad's our guy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They then are. You failed. Let me tell you something. You failed what terribly. What I'm going to explain to you is what happens when you debate a liberal. This is yeah. This is what is going on in Nothing. our culture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nothing. All right, so the first thing I said was, if I want more money in my pocket for my own household, and I want less regulations from the federal government to run my life, who should I vote for? Now, the obvious, without a hesitation, answer is Dave Pratt. That is already proven to be the guy he is. These women with the Spamberger stickers said they actually paused and look up the air and go, well, I think I think that would be Spanberger. So explain I that. I was to like, me. please what? explain it to me. This is the Tell me the, how it's Spanberger. This is how the left is. And by the way, you can chime in here, 454-1366, 454-1366. What? You believe that? Their answer is not, oh, no, no, no. I think, I think uh, you know, it's Dave Brat if that's what you want. Instead, they said, oh, if that's what you want, then I'm going to shape this liberal Democrat Spanberger into what you want. No, I think, I think Abigail before that. I'm like, for tax? She, she said she wants higher taxes. She actually said that. But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. She thinks the tax cut was a mistake, which means she would reverse it. She even said in the town hall meeting that she would reverse it. And so I'm, I'm looking at these people going, are you, are you kidding me? And then, less regulation? Abigail Spamberger applauded more regulation in the town hall video. She is on record as stating both those things. The obvious shit. Standing on my steps in my house, they are trying to tell me that Spanberger is going to cut my taxes and regulation. It was the most, I was literally dumbfounded. I was like, how can you, how can you possibly say that? Well, she's a pragmatist. She's a, she's a thinker. She's a smart woman. And, and Dave Brat is only out for Dave Brat. I'm like, so. What, it, a, what a pile <laughs> of horse dung. Did you invite them to join us? Uh, no, I, I did not. I did not. Uh, you failed again. I failed again. So then I said, um, oh, here, here's what their reaction was. Well, he, he voted to raise the deficit. That's what she says. Okay. There was actually one. There were two ladies, but one did all the talking. So there was a bill that said, we want to raise the deficit. Yes, it was called tax no cuts. No matter what we have to do to, yes. to raise the deficit. Yes, that was called the tax cuts in her mind. So then 
that conversation started. Wow. What conversation? The one that says tax cuts cause debt. I absolutely love this. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I wish you'd have been there. I, I said, are you trying to tell me that me, the taxpayer, is the reason we have debt? That's what you're saying. The argument was unbelievable. This lady, the Spamberger team, the Spamberger group who engaged me in conversation on my doorstep this week were trying to tell me that you, yeah, you listening, you the taxpayer, you're the one making all the, the great things happen in America, you're the one paying the taxes, is the reason we have a deficit. Because, see, you get to keep more of your money. And doing that, we all know, causes deficits. Are you, this is, the complete irrationality. So we had, I bet you it was a 10-minute conversation back and forth. These people tr legitimately tried to convince me that if you cut taxes, and their rationale was, wait a minute, if you cut taxes, there's less revenue, so there's debt. And I'm like, it's a spending, why isn't that a spending problem? Why isn't that, by definition, a spending issue? That Congress has to spend the same amount every year, regardless of their revenue? No! Congress is to spend inside the limits of the revenue they receive, just like you are in your household. And if you spend outside the limits in your household and go in debt, you can't go to your employer and explain to them that you're in debt because they don't pay them enough. And you know what she said to me? She goes, yes, you can. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. The Spamberger team said, yes, you can go to your employer and tell them that they're in, you're in debt because they don't pay you enough. And I said, Yeah, you can, but yep. then you're really going to be in debt. Exactly. And that's what as I said. As you're cleaning out your desk. Unbelievable. I don't know much. But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. What more evidence do you need? And the third thing that we discussed on the steps of my house with the Spamberger team, I'll tell you next. And your phone calls, 454 1366. 454 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. It's the Lee Brothers the tax bill of 2017 to increase by $1.9 trillion. After adding $1.9 trillion to the deficit, that added $1.9 trillion to the deficit, continuing to grow the $1.9 trillion, adding to our deficit to the tune of $1.9 trillion. As we are talking about that $1.9 trillion deficit, added to the deficit to the tune of $1.9 trillion, is willing to add $1.9 trillion to the deficit. Well, if you ask me where I come from. Somebody should have run up Can you slapped her. We did not make that up. There's like a stuck needle. <laughs> that is a real clip. Somebody should have smacked her on the head and said, hey, <laughs> your exactly. needle is stuck. This is cake. unconscionable. That's Abby Spamberger at the debate with, with Congressman Brett. And they stood on my steps, the Spamberger team, on my steps on my house this week, trying to convince me that they're for lowering taxes. You know, and, and the whole thing is here, here's the deal. They stood there and said, oh, no, no, no. The, vote for Abby Spanish, she'll lower your taxes. Then they quickly recanted it. So, well, lowering your taxes would create debt. And the one thing that I wish I would have said to them as they stood on my steps and talked to me is I would have said, you know, if you raise taxes back to where they were, you're not going to lower the deficit with it. You already no. have a plan to spend it. In They're fact, just going the, to spend every course, dime. Of course, And it'll never be ever. enough. Ever. You know, it, you know, they'll get the tax increase in place. They'll spend it all. Then they'll say, okay, let's start again because we've got to have more money to spend. So Spamberger's team was on my steps at my house, rang the doorbell. 
I came out, busting out laughing. Couldn't believe they were there. And actually, good for them. You should have said, hey, have y'all got $1.9 trillion? <laughs> exactly. I'm just curious. $1.9 <laughs> trillion. I've been saying it over, over and over and, and over and over and over and over. So we got to the, the argue about tax cuts, who would give them. They convinced me that Abby would, which is a con. Then they told me that it's an increase of the debt. We got in that argument. Then this. At the end, I thought, well, instead of arguing all these little things, let's get down to the, the, the crux of the issue, really. Let's talk about the idea of federalism. And it's like... They were probably like, we don't want martial law. Yeah, uh, I mean, crazy something crazy like, like that. that. So I said, wouldn't it be better that we shrink the size of the federal government and go back to what Madison had in mind in Article One, Section 8 of the Constitution and embrace federalism? You know what the Spanberger team said, standing on my stairs? We dis this almost an exact quote. We disagree with James Madison. Really? We disagree with the Constitution of the United States. Well, in the, the next statement out of their mouth was, well, that was so 1700s. That was a long time. Unbelievable. Proved. And it also proves they'll say literally anything to get you to vote for Abby. The Spanberger team. I've got to say, they're speaking for Abigail Spanberger. They've got Spanberger on their chest. Yeah. Standing on my steps just told me that the idea of federalism, the Constitution of the United States, and James Madison were all wrong. And they, of their brilliance in Midlothian, Virginia, standing on my steps, figure it all out and say, Madison was wrong. After all these years, he's the wrong. The Constitution should be shredded. <laughs> it's un. We need a new piece of paper. It is, it is that moment I said, you know what? Um, no, you're not any chance of me voting for someone who thinks James Madison was wrong. Really? And, by the way, if you think he's wrong, you just don't go up to Washington, D.C. and vote whatever you want. You change the Constitution. If you think the idea of right. federalism is wrong, and, there's a, and there was a reason Madison had Article One, Section 8 in there that enumerated the federal government, if you think that's wrong, then... Change the Constitution. But don't stand here on my steps of my house and tell me Madison was wrong without, with it, and then say you're just going to disobey it or do whatever you want. That is Abigail Spamberger. That is liberalism. That is what you're against here in District 7. You have a choice. You may not like the Constitution, but at least Brad upholds it. And he goes, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try to stick with the idea of federalism. And they despise it. If you're going to err and make a mistake on either side of those, which side should you be on? The Constitution of the United States or what's in Abby Spamberger's head at any given minute? I know you were having fun with them, and uh, I applaud you for that, my brother. But what you probably should have done is, since they were lying to you, it wouldn't have hurt for you to throw a little white one out there and say, I'm a direct descendant of Madison. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. Booyah. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. Yeah. So we know where Spamberger stands. The Constitution was a mistake. That's their team told me, standing on my doorstep. But Abby, I've been telling you that for years. They should have never... <laughs> Taking the time to sit down with a giant piece of paper and write it up. 
Abby Spanberger was on uh, Good Morning America. Here's what she said about being a Democrat. I am a Democrat because I believe that the Democratic Party, in being that bottom rung on a ladder for people who need that extra boost so that they can go out and pursue the American dream. And how do you do that? Exactly. How do you help the person on the bottom ladder? According to a Democrat, how do you do that? When you're dependent on government for literally everything, how do you do that? Because that's the real deal with Mrs. Spanberger. Don't say it very loud. Oh, I got to be quiet. (laughs) Spanberger, because last time I said it, It I saw bugs running out of the room. So Even they were scared. How do you help people on the bottom rung? Well, I use this scare tactics. The know. Democrats. Here's how you do it: you take it from this guy, and you give it to that guy, and you call it compassion. See, the Abigail American Spanberg, dream. Spanberg is extremely compassionate with your money, Richard. Abby's got to give me a lot of money from a lot of people for me to experience the American dream. <laughs> That's so true. Now, if she's willing to do that, I get about, in I'll advance <laughs> of the election. <laughs> then I'm probably going to have to vote for Abby. That is perfect. Because she took care of me. She's going to have to keep taking care of me, though, because all right, the, I uh, want that money. Coming up, the liberal women of Chesterfield. They are roaring. Hear them roar. That's they rock. Right. Your phone call is 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Compassionate and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. On the Lee Brothers. We built this city right. on rock and roll. Just after 3:34 in the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia. I need a drum set in here. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left. Is Richard Lee. Yeah. The duo, the conservative duo is back. Thanks to John Lee for reminding us. And our phone Thanks lines. Thanks to some very talented doctors at Henrico Doctors Hospital. That's true. Good thank, point. You, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Phone lines are open on this Friday afternoon outside the Capitol, 454-1366, 454 the uh, the leader of the liberal women of Chesterfield County. We would love to have you on with us. I've tried a thousand times. I know, but she's, and her name is Kim. Very scared. Kim Drew she's Wright is her name. She's afraid. <laughs> and uh, this this other liberal woman is doing a podcast by the name of Susan Platt. She uh, was able to interview. Kim Drew Wright, and here's how it began. She got to interview she her, and yeah, well, we didn't. Th- you know why. One I is we're probably why. not women. Number two is we're not liberals, which are both things. We bring a woman in to do the interview. But she wouldn't be a liberal woman, and that would be a pro- you, you understand how important the idea of identity politics is? Woman and liberal woman. A woman who's a conservative is a threat to every liberal woman. So it has to be a liberal woman. And, th- and no, it has to be... And I think it's that order, liberal, then a woman. It can't be woman, liberal. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, here's the opening uh, uh, comments. Hi, I'm Susan Platt, and welcome to my new podcast, Platitudes, Find Your Roar. 
Today, I'm in Chesterfield County with um, a woman, Kim Drew Wright, who found her roar and probably a couple different times. (laughs) Found her roar? That is perfect. Was that her? How did we get that? That was a woman that pulled out in front of me on the way here. (laughs) She stops and uses sign language and then does that to me. Took took the paint off the front end. That must be the liberal roar. Yeah, I love that. Don't you? A lot of women can roar like that. Oh my gosh! And uh, when they liberal women, I love. I love that. How can seriously? They invented sports bars. If you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I've got to get away from this. I mean, that's where that's where your husband is. He's at the bar. Who found her roar and probably a couple different times. I, I think that's oh hilarious. Gosh. Why would a woman, why would any woman exasperate that? Why would they say, did you find your roar? Anyway. so yeah, they, they, they have these little things on their key rings. Yeah, listen. What is it, Mark? Play the roar. Play the roar. Come on, we got the roar, right? <laughs> How did you find that? It's just so perfect. Right, I right. want one of those, and then I don't want to put a PA in my car, so when someone pulls out in front of me, I can hit that roar. What's the roar again? <laughs> yeah, if I heard that behind oh me, I would get out of the a- way. Am I not? Am I? Am I actually correct in thinking that in the Jurassic Park that T Rex was a woman? Wasn't T-Rex a female? Absolutely. Okay, just saying. All right, They're here. all female. <laughs> I've just about had enough of you. All right, here's you the... Know, the little ones that yeah. the T-Rex eat. They're the males. Okay. <laughs> they never get any size because the women eat them all. All right, here's the, here's the rest of the interview. Who found her roar and probably a couple different times. So, Kim, tell me about when you found your roar, or have you found it a couple different times? <laughs> your roar. <laughs> this is for real. This is a real... This is scary. This is scary. Okay, let's find out how Kim found her roar. You ready? Yeah. All right, should we get a roar before we go to... <laughs> All right, thank you. Here, here's Kim's roar. I want one as a pet. I think... Not a woman. When I really found it without even knowing it was... Um, knowing it. The night of the presidential election. Election. Um, Donald Trump. Right. The no, the other one. No, Donald Trump. Yeah, the other one. Um, Donald Trump. Right. Right. No, the other one. I found um, my Donald Trump. Roar. Right. In 2016. And I think there was just something that kind of flipped in me, um, like a switch, that turned me into a total. This is not okay. My opinion matters. My neighbors. Hang on a second. What is she saying here? See, here's what switched for her. Kim Drew Wright, the leader of the liberal women of Chesterfield County. This is how she found her roar. That this is not acceptable. This is not okay. My opinion nice, matters. My neighbors' okay. opinions matter. Um, marginalized voices matter. What about Trump's voices? And what about everyone else's exactly. opinion and everyone else's right. voice and everyone else's vote? Why don't Just they because matter? the vote didn't go your way, exactly. you found your roar? <laughs> well, I'm happy for you. Go out in the backyard and scream at the freaking moon if you want to. But our votes count. Our voices count. We didn't find our roar. There's our right. roar right That's there. Right. You want a roar? That's a roar. And women matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> women, women matter. matter. Oh, they don't matter now? So your vote counts 1.5 and mine only counts one. like 0. 0.75 yeah. or 1? I wonder if Nikki Haley, who's part of Trump's cabinet, understands that women's ma- doesn't matter anymore. I wonder if she figured that I one out. No. Hmm. Hey, your vote doesn't count anymore. It oh, doesn't oh, matter. Oh, oh. Yeah, Go I'm find like, your roar and be what about, happy. What about Sarah Huckabee, who's in the administration? Does she know her? 
woman thing doesn't count anymore? I don't know. I wonder if she found a roar. That's I would thing. think she would have the way that liberal puke media <clears throat> always tries to turn everything to Trump. These bombs being sent everywhere, Trump's fault. Kim's caravan, exactly. Trump's fault. Kim Drew Wright found her roar as being the leader of the liberal women of Chesterfield County. I've asked her to come on many times. Here's a second part of that interview. I, I knew I wanted like-minded people, and I did not think liberal was a bad word, um, although it has a lot of negative connotations. For good so reason. Part of our mission was, at least in the beginning, was to change that negative connotation so that People um, realize that, you know, yes, we're liberal women in Chesterfield County, but we're also your friends, your neighbors. Our kids go to school together. Um, you know, we're not this strange, you know, person that you may have that in your head as a liberal woman who's, you know, always screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I say, That's exactly, I, that's the roar. That's the roar, uh, the screaming. And she sounds like she maybe was once a Valley girl. I, did you pick, did you up, on pick that? up on that? I yeah, picked I up on that. Like, oh, oh and, you and, know, our friends like, come over. Okay, let me see if I can find what, see if this. And we have a lot of fun with our kids. Let's see. Realize um, that, you know, yes, we're liberal women. And liberal, women. Liberal, liberal women. Liberal, liberal women. Liberal women. Liberal women. Yes, we're liberal women. And <laughs> yes, we're liberal yes, women. Yes, we're liberal women. <laughs> yes, and we liberal found our women. <laughs> Hang on, let's listen. Yes, we're liberal women. And <laughs> liberal women. That's terrible. Don't do that again. All right, so They're definitely, definitely, either an ex Valley girl or someone who tried out for the Valley girls, right. and I hate to say, might have been kicked to the curb. That would be, how could you be kicked to the curb from being a Valley girl? Oh my goodness! Found your roar. What does that even mean, though? Really? I found my roar. I'm going to roar at you now. <laughs> what is it? It's so offensive. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I, not easily offended, but that just I'd sounds like to terrible. Hear her roar. Yeah. She should have displayed it. I no, mean, no. what do these liberal women of Chesterfield have to do? Line up and roar? Right. All right, all right Cindy. Let's hear your roar. Let's see what she says. Here's, a, here's a, the last clip, I think, that we got of the interview. But I listed on there, um, what is your biggest fear for a Trump presidency? And it was presidency. all over the presidency. 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 presidency, and it was all over the board. You know, it was that um, I'm scared my LGBTQ rights are going to be taken away. Well, that's ridiculous. LGBTQ rights. What rights could be taken away? going to be taken away. What's a lesbian right that's be taken away? What's a gay right that would be taken away? Can can someone tell me? Right, liberal two women, women tell me? can no longer ride in a car. I'm Donald Trump, and I said so. Exactly. I mean, Donald it's Trump. Unbelievable. Donald Trump's not. He doesn't have the power to take rights away from anybody. He doesn't even he can't know do it. Uh, what the LGBTQ LGBTQ <laughs> community. He just yeah, found out he what it was. Around to his aid, and it's like, what the hell that? does that mean? <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't know. <laughs> Just he like probably a, knows now, but you know he's not going to take anybody's rights of away. Of course not. And to say so uh, is ridiculous. Of course it is. You liberal women of Ch anyway. She continues. It was. I'm afraid for the environment. Oh, the no. environment. The environment's rights are going to be taken away. <laughs> if everybody's raising living standards <laughs> to the point where everybody's got a Here car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. There, there's an organization. That's uh, the worst statement I've ever heard. Dear, dear Miss 
Valley Girl with a roar. Uh, there is an organization you can join that will go out in the trees, go out in the woods where the trees have been cut down by loggers, and they'll do these ceremonies, these these you know burial cemetery type situation things over the trees. All right. Now, they're in. a weird bunch, but I think she would fit in. with your roar, you'd fit right in. Fit right in. It, she I don't think you'd have a problem. It was, um, you know, I'm afraid for my Latina neighbors. The Latina neighbors. Why? Why? I don't know. Latina neighbors. Why? What's wrong? Is there? Are they illegal? Are they here with illegally? Exactly. Why would you be fearing? You're afraid ICE is going to show up and take them away. Of course, it's absurd. It's absurd. Kim Drew handle that many people at once. The liberal woman of Chesterfield County. Hear them roar. Can we get a roar one more time, Mark? Roar. <laughs> All right, your phone calls next. 454 Please brush your teeth 66. before you roar like that. 454. Damn. 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag the out Lee Brothers. in yard. On a Friday afternoon. Hey, coming up at 5 o'clock, Richard and I are going to argue about ghosts, whether they're real or not. They're real. Yeah, sure they are. I brought some with me today. Yeah, I knew you would probably say something like that. No, seriously, this is... Um, Bob and Fred, just hang tight. Hang tight. Um, Where did they go? Dag on it. So we'll discuss that at 5. Coming up at 4, in just a few minutes, we're going to talk about uh, Megan Kelly getting fired. And UVA's uh, pressure to be more Latino friendly, whatever that might be. All that- I'm always friendly to Latinos. I don't know how I could be more friendly to Latinos. I guess I should stop some on the street and say, "How could I be more friendly to you?" <laughs> there's a uh, there's a taco. I had it in my pocket. There isn't. That's so offensive. That's not offensive. Uh, of course, I really it is. do have one. You in should my be. <laughs> 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 it's now a burrito. Uh, all right, so uh, the, there's uh, obviously an election coming up, and they're all over uh, the Commonwealth. There's ads playing and commercials. But before we get to the new Tim Kaine commercial, I want to play for you, and the new uh, Comstock commercial. I want to play uh, a clip from the debate between Maggie Williams uh, in District 1, who's a Democrat, and Rob Whitman, who's the current sitting Republican congressman. Here is a clip from Maggie Williams. I think this was either the opening comments. I don't remember. But it's uh, it just listen to to this. It's from the people in the first district and how they feel and what they want from Congress. I'll tell you what I'm fighting for: an economy that works for everyone. How's that? How do you get an economy at work? What did, what policy? Uh, Rob Whitman. What policy? Dag on him. He's been holding that economy back for uh, for some people. He's been going around to stores where people shop and saying, "Nope, I wouldn't buy that. <laughs> I wouldn't buy that at all. Go out of my district and buy it." I love this. This economy, it works for all, but never any specifics about that. It just and what are you going to do to make the economy exactly. work, lady? No specifics. What are you going to work? He, she continues. Complete BS. World-class health care, affordable health care for everyone. I want to invest in our hometown heroes and our communities. Really? I look forward to discussing the issues with you tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're How welcome. is she I'm a going? I have six daughters. Listen to this. You know, we all agree we need health care. It's a human right. And how are you going to do that? My question for Congressman is, do you believe that health care is a human right? 
Can we, can we address that for just a second, by the way? And, and here's the thing. I have to say, as we go through this, if I was Rob Whitman, I'd have beat that woman with a, <laughs> with a, with a verbal stick because he did, he did not do a good job with this debate. He did not. I'd agree with you. I'd have clobbered that woman. Yeah. I, I, she would have walked out of there crying. Right. I swear I'd have made her cry. I've been um, proud of it. I understand the premise behind, you know, endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. Um, healthcare is not one of them because it has to be paid for. Could you imagine a right paid for by someone else? There is no God-given right that is paid for by your neighbor. All right. Um, I want the right to eat at your house every night. Exactly. Don't you think that's a right? No, I meant that. Seriously, your oh, house. My house? Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, here's the rest of it. You know, it's interesting when we look back at the what healthcare is. Listen to this. This is hilarious. It's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you cleared that Thank up for you. me. Maggie, you're an amazingly yeah, brilliant had woman. No idea. Uh, we missed that Where'd entirely. Where'd they find this lady? She should have been in office <laughs> since she was born. Hang on, one more time. You know, it's interesting when we look back at the what healthcare is. It's what we need. I believe in Medicare now <laughs> with dental and vision. Unbelievable! It's what we need. I, it's what I we believe need. In Medicare now uh, with dental and vision. I because mean, she's probably got Medicare with no dental and vision. Right. I don't know, but. <laughs> Here is um, you can get dental and vision with Medicare. I think it just costs more money. Medicare is not free. Oh you, no! Oh my gosh! No, it's not free. In fact, no, we're going you pay bankrupt for it. now. You pay for it, and if we pull more money into the state for it, unbelievable. What people don't realize, we have to pay that money back. There's cost to it. All of us have Nothing's to pay that free. money back. And if you have Medicare, you have to pay that money back. All right. Here is uh, we have time for this. Yeah, look, quickly. This is Tim Kaine's new ad. Listen, listen to this. I believe the most important part of serving is listening. I've heard stories from people across Virginia that have moved me to take action on veterans unemployment, the opioid epidemic, and pediatric health care. But we can't make progress when we're divided, when our leaders pit us against each other for political gain. Who's doing that? I I'm so sick and I believe tired the of most important part of leading is listening. Because if I listen enough, I won't have to say anything. My name is Timmy. I'm sick of the idea that there's someone out there dividing us and it's not him. He is an amazing divider. He stands up there He's and talks slick. about He's how slick. He is slick. He's very, very slick. slick. He's a politician, perfect politician. But to say that in the Senate, I'll always listen to you. Oh, uh, would you? And yeah, focus on solving problems that matter anything. to Virginia and to America. I'm Tim Kaine, and I approve this message. I just threw up in my mouth. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7. I'm Timmy, and I approve this message. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Jim from New Kent, you're on 820 WNTW and 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Greetings and salutations to the Lee brothers. Same to you. Uh, what, I, what I wanted to say was that uh, everybody talks about Maxine Waters, Eric Holder, all their hate and violence speech. Nobody's talking much about little Timmy Kane and him calling for taking the fight to the street. His son's in, you know, got arrested out in, uh, out in the West Coast. Thuggery. Nobody seems to bring that up. 
know what? Thugs, man. Jim, Thugs. thank you. Great point. That's Great point. G- g- good point. All right, coming up, Megan Kelly got fired for doing nothing and UVA's Latino push. All that dead ahead in your calls. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. 92.7 FM. Brother to brother. Good to have you back. Good to be back. All right. Uh, University of Virginia, Jefferson's institution, gets pressure to give more perks to Latinos, whatever that means. PETA says milk is about white supremacy. PETA? PETA. White supremacy. Milk Milk is about about white white supremacy. supremacy. (laughs) And Megyn Kelly. Wow. Fired because of political correctness. That is next. Virginia Citizens. An American Patriot, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely, lovely, sucky Friday afternoon. It's really kind of nasty out there. I don't like the rain. And it's going to be here overnight until tomorrow through the afternoon. Do you like Halloween? Pathetic weather. Yeah, I love Halloween. Yeah, I do too. I like it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I, I wear a T Rex costume this year. Yeah, sure you are. You're the roar. If you're a liberal woman of I Chesterfield, I can't master that roar. It gives because me a sore throat every time I do it. And and people say, "Did you hear that? that it one? sounds like the liberal women of Chesterfield <laughs> are in the neighborhood." They dress up and as T Rex. Just makes it a huge waste right. of time. Hear them roar. I'm just saying. Hear more. All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. Coming up at 5, Richard and I are going to argue about ghosts. He's a firm believer. It's a con. It's a lie. There's no such thing. Richard believes it. We'll debate that at 5. Also, you get the real reason why Halloween's offensive. And I brought two ghosts with me today. We'll f- <laughs> that was one of them right <laughs> there. One right there. And we'll find out uh, why uh, Halloween's really offensive. It has nothing to do with costumes. Has nothing Not to offensive. Do, how, how, has nothing to do with any of those do things. Do you believe it's offensive? Uh, I'm going to, no, heck no. But I, I think the culture will when we explain why at five. I was going to ask, if you think it's offensive, why are you wearing your costume right now? Uh, this is my, I wear this every day. Oh, that's not a costume. Oh, I'm co- sorry. Yeah, thank you. You still have your makeup on. That's uh, what it is. Very you funny. What, use those Don't you think wipes. it looks good? I saw a commercial for Don't these new makeup, look- wake up, uh, makeup wipes that you can. Take off your makeup real easy. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to tell you about it. I thought those are cool. I've already owned them. You are no, starting to, to annoy me. I've already got those things. I yeah, figured, I figured that out before. you might. Yeah. But okay. hey, That's I, important. I, I, know be helpful. I know this is radio, but you got to look. Whatever my... I figure if I look good for you, you'll do better radio. You know, here's People come up here and say, are you wearing makeup? I'm on the radio. <laughs> oh. And look, if you look good, you play good. It's always been a theme of mine. You know that. That's why I look the way I look. <laughs> <laughs> look, I wore clothes with no holes in them. Of course, they're not mine. A friend of mine brought me clothes you. at the hospital you know, because fairness, my clothes got destroyed. In fairness, in fairness. They really did. I know they did. I know. I, you're they, lucky to be they here. They were covered in I'm blood. Gl- I'm glad you're, I'm so glad my you're blood. here. My well, blood. Big blood. Large, like ocean water. Large blood, blood like ocean blood. <laughs> Like an island. This is an island, island. in blood. My ER Surrounded room is like an island. 
water, big water, ocean of water. <laughs> See, my ER room was like an island surrounded by, by blood. blood. Lots of blood. Big blood. <laughs> ocean blood. Surrounded by blood. Yeah. That's horrible. It wasn't I'm surrounded so by blood. It was. I'm so sorry you went through that. It was full of blood. You know, you were there eight days. I just leave you alone and stop picking on you. You actually look phenomenal for being in there eight days. Thank you. Is my color back? No, you look the same. Yeah, I need more All blood. Right. So 454 I actually asked for more blood before I left. I really did. Like a I called of the nurse and I said, can I have a, a, like a, a unit of blood <laughs> to, go? Like, to go? And they were like, and a cup. what? I said, well, I'll bring the IV pole back. I'll just walk it. That's great. They were like, no, you can't have an, a unit more of blood. I said, I think I need it. I think so, I'll feel better with it. So the controversy this week was about Megyn Kelly, who, by the way, I'm, I've never been a fan of. I really have. I never liked Megyn Kelly. I bet you she'd be a nice lady. I don't know. Didn't dear. she bother when she was at Fox 2? She came across so... I just didn't like her. She yeah. was kind of a condescending, yeah. kind of an arrogant, pompous. You know kind what I mean? Arrogant. You know what I mean? That's just how I... And her shows since have not been... They're horrible. They're leftist puke shows, all of them. So when Megyn Kelly comes out with her did liberal friends. Did she convert? Did she go over the fence? I, I don't know if she did or not. But anyway, she's sitting with her liberal friends on her Megyn Kelly show on the Today Show, and she starts out by criticizing the politically correct culture. That's how she starts the show. I, I just want to go on record and say, I am very fired up about the politically incorrect culture or politically correct culture we live in with Halloween costumes. I that, bet you people behind stage were, you know, you're halfway right. You're very fired. She didn't even She's know that. Got fired yet. up. Here's what she said that's so controversial. In case you haven't heard it, this is the controversy. So truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, black face yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like, I, that, okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. If somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and and I, you should be able also, to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be able to take it. There's a controversy on The Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross. And she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I thought, like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. It's not like it, she's walking around I, I have general. not seen it. That's it. I mean, I, when I heard the controversy, I never saw the original That's clip. That's all she said That's to get her fired. They were looking she for something. said. They were looking for something. Now, I would love to hear people's opinion on this because I obviously have, uh, I have, I can be blind. I can have my blinders on, my my earphones on. I, I can miss. Do you see something wrong uh, with what well, she said? That's why I'm asking. I know. I don't. Are you that's offended? my point. I'm no, not I'm offended. Not, I don't even know. Here's my point. When I heard she was in trouble, I thought, well, what should she say? And I went back and got it. I'm like, are you kidding me? All she said was someone else dressed up in blackface to honor, to honor her. <laughs> And and Megan Kelly goes, I don't know why that was controversial. That's all she said. Now, today, because of that statement, Megan Kelly isn't just wrong. Megan Kelly didn't just misspeak. Megan Kelly is now a racist who hates black people and thinks white people are better than black people. That's the conclusion from this. So and if they I dressed her. up as Diana Ross, I'd be fired. Well, you don't have a Today Show on NBC, so you probably wouldn't be fired. No, just saying. Anyway, well, maybe I get hired. No, that long wouldn't, enough that for wouldn't them happen to fire either. Me. <laughs> they hire me long enough to fire me? <laughs> here's uh, here's the reaction from. How do you know I don't have a show on NBC? 
<laughs> You're right. Good point. Uh, here's the reaction to, to this by, by Meredith. Uh, what's her name? The, uh, I forget her name. Anyway, here's the clip. Meredith. I'm not going to get in her head. I think what she said about Meredith Vieira was totally ignorant. That I'm sure of. Yeah. And when she equates it with that. And I can't believe it. Yay. She didn't Yay. Right. Listen. PC, I'm not usually PC. This is this is racism. It's not yeah. PC or not. Wow. It, that's it. Oh, it's just pure racism. What? Megan Kelly? How is that racism? racism? And why are those people clapping? They're probably whispering to each what, other. What did they say? What they, they say? I didn't even hear that. Are, we're clapping now, right? What did she say? We are a culture that is out of control. We are so politically correct culture. That's what's hilarious about this whole thing. In fact, just before this whole thing went down with Megyn Kelly getting fired, the same day she did all this, her panel, her panel member, the only guy on the panel said this. Expression is a beautiful thing. So is freedom of speech. It's part of why I like living in the United States of America. If you're going to dress like an idiot, act like an idiot, and actually dress and be racist, then somebody should say something to somebody. Yeah. And But you should still be able to dress like a moron. Wait a minute. Except now Megyn Kelly gets fired for what her own panelists said was, this is America. Megyn Kelly, help me, did nothing wrong. Except she got she's... fired for something else. You, you think? Oh, absolutely. It is, I think. My oh, opinion. Just... But how could they possibly have fired her for saying what she said? I bet you half of the audience didn't even understand her. It was like gibberish to me. I well, mean, well, if you go I, back and listen to the clip of Megyn Kelly's original comments, the people on her panel didn't stop her and go, oh, that's terrible. They didn't do any of that. Nobody said no, a word about they're it. They're bobbleheads. I, you know, I, if what I got from the panel, she was talking about dressing with a black face for Halloween. Not a her, but someone else. Someone to, else. To honor, Not her. To honor what's her and name? She says she didn't see anything wrong with it. With the person who dressed up to honor the singer who died. Right. It's just unbelievable. All right, your Diana phone call. Ross died? Your phone call on this, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. So, let me get this straight. Megan Kelly was talking about Halloween costumes, okay? She wasn't talking about a skit that was used to mock a race of people in our history. She's talking about Halloween costumes. She said nothing wrong in that clip that we played. What about the movie White Girls? Is that a racist movie? Of course two not. Two black guys of course not. dressing up as two white girls. Yeah, yeah, that's not racist. Of course not. And it, and I don't think it is, and no one should think it is. Now, Megan I, Kelly... I, I agree, yeah. but uh, under this... Oh, even under, well, under this premise, it's not, it doesn't count either because it's not blackface, it's whiteface, and that doesn't count. Oh. You see? I understand. Now, now, here's the problem. Here's why Megyn Kelly got fired, in my opinion. Because she apologized. Megyn Kelly should have come out and said, you people have lost your mind. I'm not a racist, not even close. And for you to claim that I'm a racist because of this statement, when I'm talking about Halloween in context and people dressing up, doesn't make me a racist. And she should have come out and said, touch me and I'll sue you. Touch me and I'll right. sue you. Could. Now, here's here's a question that's legit. I have, this is a legitimate question. Richard and I are talking about this as a break. If you have kids who are going to dress up as Mr. T or Barack Obama or any other 
The uh, bra, uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, oh yeah, whoever it is. And you go to make your skin darker to make the costume more realistic. Is your son now a racist? See, I've got the body for Dwayne Johnson, but you don't yet. But next year, probably, you might be able to make it. Yeah, you'll be yeah. twin Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, you're, you know? mu you're much closer than me. You're I'm right. Dwayne Johnson like sure. 25 years ago, maybe. I don't know. No. Um, you're Dwayne Johnson in about... No, anyway. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> the racist, the left political correct group would label a kid who was not dressing up in blackface. Blackface was a stupid skit to embarrass a race of people, which was wrong. Today, exactly. today... Those people were racist. A Halloween costume okay, is uh, not racist. racist. You, you can't have a Halloween costume where someone's dressing up to be more like the person they're imitating because it's called Halloween. You don't label the kid racist. You don't no. label the people who, who did it racist. You don't label the parents racist. And Megyn Kelly can't be labeled racist. I think we've lost what racism is. Racism is a white person or black person believing their race is superior to someone else's race. Exactly. Dean from the West End, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for the welcome. I'll tell you what, it's gotten so out of hand, the age of responsive, accepting responsibility. What happened to the old phrase, sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt. And as long as we allow it to keep going, people will, you know, everything is racist. Everything is out of proportion. I mean, as a competitive bodybuilder, I put pro tan on to where when I go on stage, really all you're seeing is like blinking eyes and teeth. Right. Exactly. I mean, now that's, I mean, that's, yes, that's, I'm in black body. Right. Now, this because is why Megyn Kelly shouldn't apologize, in my opinion, Dean. Never. Never she should have apologized. That was the first step into oblivion. Yep. That's when it, she admitted she was wrong. She admitted that she made a mistake. And NBC then could say, see, she admits it, and that's the end of it. And that, exactly. that's, that's where she failed. If she would have said, what? I'm not apologizing for this. I didn't do anything. I didn't even dress up that way. In fact, it's Halloween. Why can't we dress up certain ways? Great call, Dean. Here's, he uh, wears protan, so he could dress up as Dwayne Johnson without putting anything on. Right. He's a bodybuilder. He's a bodybuilder. A lot like you. Like myself. Yeah, he looks like you. <laughs> I build bodies. Right. I have this basket of legs, a basket of torsos, basket of arms. That's Laugh it up. And I assemble, yeah. mm -hmm. I assemble G.I. Joe's. Megan Kelly. But actually, I, I am a bodybuilder. Megan Kelly game, I'm telling you. is not on a pummel Scott here in a, a racist. No, she's not. Uh, this this is absurd. They it's, had they had another reason for letting her go. I by the way, I'm not a fan it. of her either. I I don't care. I mean, honestly, I think it's ridiculous she got fired because of it. But I'm not a Megan Kelly fan. Now the rumor is she's going to come back to Fox. I you know I I think it's funny when liberals. Are people who are liberal who kind of turn liberal because because Megyn Kelly kind of became this feeling leftist squishy liberal yeah and and then in that world that she lives in she gets squashed yeah, it's a kind of a squishy linguini spine squishy. you know liberal I've never seen her look squishy. I'm talking about you're impossible you're impossible that's not what I'm saying I'm not saying she's squishy I'm talking about liberalism in general as this like squishy linguini spine leftist kind of 
It's Mushiness. kind of like what's inside uh, a gummy. Stretch Armstrong, yeah. Or Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, that's what liberalism is. And I, f- I think it's funny that she's turned more leftist and it turned around a biter and got her fired. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366, 820-WNTW, 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. PETA. PETA claims that white milk is a symbol of white supremacy. They tweeted out. I can see that. Cow's milk has long been a symbol used by white supremacists. What? How? How? How does this even... How does does a white supremacist use milk? And and not only that, I mean... Are they the ones that are... Who even thinks that way? Cutting these cows up and not the aliens that I've come to know and love? (laughs) You would come up with that one. Aside from lactose-tolerant white supremacists, (laughs) cow's milk really is a perfect drink of the choice of all supremacists. Since the the the, the dairy it's the industry... the choice of champions, you idiots. Since the da- dairy industry inflicts extreme violence on other living beings. Okay, so let's say you believe this asinine story. <clears throat> what are you going to put on your cereal in the morning? Huh? 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 I guess chocolate milk? That's just from a brown cow, man. Don't you know anything? Oh, I didn't know that. What are they going to put on their cereal in the morning? Water? PETA is trying to wake people up to the implications of choosing this white beverage and suggesting they choose something else pronto, said the statement. They just don't like milk because it comes from one of their beloved cows. Move to India and cherish them. They said cattle hurt. <laughs> you can drag them around on a leash right, over there because it's, it's a relative. It's a relative. Nobody will eat your it's be- pet. It's because they're relatives, right? You know, they're friends of there. That was Johnny last Don't week. Don't move to Vietnam with a dog now, but yeah, you can it, move it, to it, India with a cow, and nobody it, will eat your pet. Cow's milk is a symbol of white supremacy. You see how crazy this whole race thing has become. Now that cow's That's milk, asinine. that is it's, the dumbest it's, thing. Remember, I've ever remember heard. White Christmas? The song White Christmas was said to be racist because they were singing about White Christmas. And it was really... They're talking about snow! <laughs> snow, moron! <laughs> All right, Jeez. coming up, Latinos demand action at UVA. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. 454-1366. Coming to take me away, ha-ha. Uh, They're coming to take me away, ho-ho. Hee-hee, ha-ha. <laughs> to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. What a perfect song on this holiday weekend. Halloween weekend. Just before the... All Saints Day. We'll discuss that coming up at 5 o'clock. Lee Brothers, just after 434 in the capital of the Commonwealth. Phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lonnie from Williamsburg, you're on 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thanks, yeah. Uh, Megan Kelly, I don't think she should have been fired, you know, she uh, for asking a question. It was a legitimate question, but some people don't understand that some things are, she wasn't a racist, but the things that you do are sometimes racist because culturally, you know, looking at its history, it's something that uh, there was a problem for black people. And uh, it, if a little kid dresses up and, uh, and 
whatever you said. And, and as long as it's a mask, it's okay. But because of the history of black faces inappropriate, the little kid's not racist. But what they do is racist. Racist can be culture. It doesn't have to be actually really? doing something. Man, if culture. you think like yeah. that, it must drive you crazy to think that people oh, no, can no, no, be no. racist, but the culture is racist. So if I were to no. dress up as... Um, like Mr. T for Halloween, would that be racist? As long as it's a mask, but because the history of blackface, people making fun of black people, you know, painting their faces all different colors because of that. You don't see a difference? Because of the history. You don't I see, see a, a difference? Big, a big difference. I see a big difference because of the history. With a mask, that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with masks, but there's not been a, a problem with the history of masks with people dressing up with different No, 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 no. Do you not see the difference between... Do you not see the difference? Do you not see the difference between somebody who is on a Halloween costume trying to make the costume more realistic versus the blackface skits that happened in our past? You don't see a difference between those two? No, no I don't see a difference. Really? Because culturally speaking, history, you know, when you look at history, it's inappropriate. Certain things you want to do. I used to be a basketball player. I used to play with girls. You don't pat them on the butt because culturally speaking, that is inappropriate. I can pat guys on the this, butt. We're talking about Halloween. Because, I mean, Halloween well, I itself. That. I mean, any costume for Halloween. Hang on a second. Any right. costume in Halloween could be offensive. Think about it. I got a knife coming out of my head. I mean, Halloween is by... Uh, if it's a Halloween costume, you wouldn't look the other way? You would be upset over that? Yes, because culturally speaking, historically speaking, that has been that's a very bad thing for black Don't you think it's different yeah. now? It is I mean, how long, how long would you hang on? I mean, I wouldn't dress up like Hitler... You know, because yeah, because that is something that is very sensitive to to Jewish people. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let's talk about dressing up for Hitler. Because if you dress up for Hitler, it's Halloween. That's a scary dude. And Jewish Hitler, people Hitler are is a scary dude. It's, it's, do you think you Jewish know, people will be offended by a Hitler? Yes, I do. Yes, because of the history. You know, and that doesn't mean I'll be an anti-Semitic, but historically speaking, you know, when you look at history, that's just the wrong thing to do. There's certain things you just don't do because of the history, not because it's, um, it's so, racist or so anti-Semitic. So, so how, how do we know the rules? Thinking. How do we know the rules? Like me, obviously, I'm well, missing the whole simple. point. That's just one. You got to do your research. Oh. Maybe Kelly should have done. If you, uh, done but she should have been fired for asking questions because a lot of people don't understand, such as yourself, how it is offensive. I get it. Don't do that. Don't, don't talk time. down to us like we don't understand it's offensive. Oh, of course I we understand. If I walked up to you on the street, if I walked up to you on the street and you were dressed as Bill Clinton, should I be offended? <laughs> no, because you know, it, why, why would you be offended? I don't understand. I wouldn't be offended. Right. But, but history, you know, when you look at history and our culture, Bill Clinton is well liked. So why wouldn't you dress up Bill Clinton? That's but if I dressed thing. up as Barack Obama, would you be offended? As long as you wear a mask. But when you talk about blackface, the history of our culture is that that's been a very bad thing for black people. If you use makeup to look like Bill Clinton, I should be offended. Uh, no, no one. No, no, her, his argument is there's no, no history of that. You should not. You should Right, exactly. There's not a history of, of, of black people making fun of white people right, by right. dressing up with, with I, I, Look, so I get that. Why. I get that, Lonnie. I completely understand the fact of history and how that, in fact, we even mentioned that on the show. We talked about how it was very offensive. It was wrong. It was ridiculous. Should have never happened, but it did. But I just don't have, I don't bring that forward and say, therefore the kid who's trying to make the, the Halloween costume more realistic is the same. I, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. Things you don't do. The kid's not racist, but culturally speaking, that's a racist thing to do. The kid's not racist. So that's it's, why. So it's culturally racist. Culturally racist. Yes. That's pretty wow. culturally. It sure is. 
I, I so, could not disagree more with that. I just don't understand. If we're going to hang on to stuff like that, it's going to be tough for America. Why can't we I just all relax? Racism is racism. Why can't we relax? Why don't we Why focus on real racism instead of focusing on the cult? Okay, that is right. That that's plays into racism. This makes things worse. What? One person does it, then a whole bunch of people do it. Now, wait a minute! It's a Halloween like, costume. You think a little kid dressed up Halloween that. is making racism worse? Racism is hatred. It, it, that's it, what racism you know, if is. If we allow it, if we allow it to happen once or twice, it will just get worse. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that's just not true. So they just get bigger and, and better costumes. To, to paint your your face black. Oh, it was just a holiday. It, just, it would just get worse. I've seen it over and over again. And what do you mean you've worse. seen it? Where have you seen it get over yeah, and over again like that? Hey, look, I got to do is check YouTube, check Instagram. It happens a lot. Unfortunately, it happens too. I won't say a lot, but too many times. There's a well, lot of racism on YouTube. Oh, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. So, you know, racism, it, you know, it's like a continuum. And, you know, if one thing is allowed... It's not a continuum. I, I, I just disagree. It I think there's a... I think, here's I think a, Lonnie, I think here's the difference. Here's the difference. You look at it as a cultural racism still exists. That's how you're looking at life. And, and so everything and to you, are, are and everything you see is somehow racist. I the other no. way. I'm like, that was our past. It was wrong. But look how far we come of a country. Our country isn't racist. Yeah, our institutions aren't racist. Our culture some isn't racist. Some of, some of it is. Some of it is. No, no. Hear me. Is. Hear me overall, Lonnie. Overall, our culture isn't racist. Our society isn't racist. America isn't racist. Are there racist people? There are. No, no. Overall, you wouldn't agree with that? Overall? Oh, okay. I agree with you there. Go ahead. All right. Perfect. And that, then if that's the case, then we could see that a kid dressing up to make his costume more real isn't racism. Racism is hatred. It it's hatred. Be, it should be a mask because the history of black people being made fun of with the black face. It's just a symbol of something you just don't do. I think you get, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk down to you, but you know. No, I, I, I think, no, you're not talking down. I get it. I, I think, I think I, I'm trying to figure out where we're missing each other. I think we agree but I think we're missing each other on the fact that it's just a Halloween costume. So if a kid's wearing a costume oh, yeah. like that, you think right, the parent right. is teaching racism. Is that is that it, Lonnie? No, 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 not teaching racism, but they're perpetuating something that is a racist thing. Certain things you don't do in our society, culture, because of the history, and that's one of them. So, so you, you think know? the kids on will Halloween. figure it out on, on, on their own that it's a racist statement? I'm sorry, say that again? Say that again? So the kids will figure it out on their own that it's a racist statement? that kids will figure what out on their own. They, they put I mean, them in a costume with a uh -huh. black, face, a black face or a costume of Barack Obama, a costume of Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. The kids are making a racist statement and the kids will... No, they're, they're just playing into a racist action, something, certain things you just don't... So the matter, parents that made a racist culture. action. I would, or I would say, Lonnie, that if if but the, the kid if the kid goes to school on a regular day and dresses like that and trying to make a statement, I would agree with you. But I would say Halloween, I just completely disagree with it. And the I, time think frame a, of it. I think well, a parent okay, would say to a child, you know, if a parent were racist, they would say to the child, "You're not wearing that blankety blank costume in my yeah. house," or something mm -hmm. equally as ridiculous yeah. as that. Right. You know, racism uh, is pure hatred. That's what it is. Well, no. See, that's the thing. Racism is more than just its intent. It's not always intent. Sometimes it's just things the way things are set up. It's not always intent. Megan Kelly had the had the greatest intentions. I think she was a nice person, and it was fine for me for just her asking the question. It's not always an intent, but it's just what's done. 
there's certain things you, you don't you just don't do. You made a statement that you made a statement that it's racist though. You, yeah, you play, play her racist, statement. But the person that do it is not necessarily racist. There are things that we do. There are systems. There, there, you know, there, there are certain things in our culture. You know, so somebody who's not, not a racist, racist, someone who's not a racist, can be a, right. can, can be can do something racist. Right, right. And I could do that. You, anybody can do that. And I said, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I've done that. You know, unwittingly. You I think know, I'm, I'm stuck on the word racist. I think I'm stuck yeah, on because I think racism. Racism mm-hmm, is such a hard. It's a it's a horrible thing, and I think right. if somebody if somebody does something, and that can be classified as racist without being a racist, I mean, it just seems it's right. just, it's it's just ridiculous. That doesn't right. make it's any a, sense. It's a conti- because it's a continuum. There's certain things you can do without meaning to be racist. It's not all people who do things that are racially insensitive insensitive are racist. They're not. But the fact is, part of our culture, if you take it on, if you do it. Hey, it's, 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 it's racist. It's, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the, I think another thing I'm stuck on is the word continuum. You use that multiple times. I just disagree right, with the word right. continuum. So, I mean, know, didn't we fight a whole people, war over that and got past that? And, no, we, we, we unfortunately will never, we'll try. But then I'm talking about there's a racist on one end of the continuum that's a KKK. And then there are some people on the other, uh, and then some people in the middle, people will say maybe Dave, David Duke. Then unfortunately, some people are Republican who mean well, but they, they uh, grab on to racist type of doctrine and they don't mean to, but that's just what happened. That's what I mean by continuum. And all the way at the end of the continuum, on the opposite end of the uh, KKK, oh, well, people well-meaning like, like Megyn Kelly. But What is a racist you know, uh, doctrine? I'm just curious. A racist doctrine of, uh, of, of uh, a Republican. Okay, a racist doctrine of a Republican is that... Uh, Oh, well, people who are, not necessarily all of them, this may be a stereotype that people who are uh, on welfare, for example, you know, they're, they're mostly, you know, we need to get them off welfare. They're lazy. Uh, and uh, a lot of people wouldn't say it, but they think they're mostly black. That's, and, uh, that that's is, uh, that's speculation. That's, that's not right, even accurate, right. but well, Lonnie, saying, thanks. Right. We're against the clock. What a great call. Appreciate you so much for your patience and handle it in a, in a way that's respectful. We appreciate the conversation. 454 1366. More of your phone calls next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers. Without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. I do want to ask you, <laughs> Secretary Clinton. <laughs> The Lee Brothers, 454-1366 on a Friday afternoon, the weekend before Halloween. That's my theme song I play every time I go into the ER. You know, here's the question Richard and I were talking <laughs> That's hilarious, actually. Richard and I were talking about the break. Is it? I don't like the premise that I can, I'm not a racist, but I can do racist things. I, I reject that entirely. I just I just don't see how that's that's possible. We put so much emphasis, and I really wish our country didn't. And it's driven by a party. The Democrats put so much emphasis on identity politics and on race. That's why it frustrates me. We see what's going on at UVA. University of Virginia has ninety organizations, student organizations, and over five hundred and fifty students petition demanding more diversity and inclusion for Hispanic students. What, should we? Or are they being? They're not. They're not keeping them. I, I, I mean, I mean, they're not allowed in certain things. They need inclusion. I don't understand this. 
I really don't. Here's what the letter said. We are 6%. That's how it starts. We are 6%, a portion of UVA student body comprised of Hispanic students. So we're counting? See, this is the problem. Let's stop getting to the point where we're judging people by by the color of their skin, by their diversity. Let's get back to America. I love to live in a colorblind society. I've always said that, but I don't think you or I will in our lifetime. That's a political party that perpetuates it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Crane from Richmond, you're on AMA 20, WNTW, and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, I'm enjoying your show. Thank you. And I'm calling in sort of a rebuttal or a response to the last caller. I might add that for years we had to endure Michael Jackson and Whiteface. (laughs) Well, that's well, true. I don't know if it's the exact same thing. I'm a huge I, fan of Michael. <laughs> pretty similar. He's still alive, you know. Yeah, but he, Michael Jackson wasn't mocking white people. I mean, he's I, living I, on an island it, off the it, coast yeah, of Michael California. Michael Jackson was in whiteface, yeah. period. Yeah, that, that's white. a, I, I get your point. I understand. Very good. Thank you, Crane. Um, that's a great You know, if, if, uh, yeah, I, if someone dressed up as Michael Jackson, what, what do you, you know, is that a fan? I, I just reject the the. Can you do the thriller dance? Oh, I'm phenomenal. You know, if you dance, oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge. If dancer, you can by the do way. the thriller dance, there's no way they could claim that's racist. Well, who would claim the thriller dances? Right? I mean, it's. It's not. I mean, I mean if you the, dressed up as Michael Jackson and went out in the street, with a bunch only, of other ghouls, parachute pants, real ghouls, parachute pants, and suddenly you did the dance. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing parachute pants in the video, isn't he? Or is those that... aren't parachute pants. Okay, I th- I'm just remembering He's all the sparkly 80s. with a white glove. And a, he and didn't a... have a white glove in Thriller. Yeah, he did. He did not. He did. I. Bu- you want to bet on that? I'm not a huge Michael Jackson fan, but I'm here to tell you he didn't have a white We're glove. Find in out the movie. Break. Thriller. Thriller. It's not a movie. It's a okay, video. Thriller. Might as well be a movie. It's a long one. So the the video da, Thriller. Da, just da, to, da, just da, to da. get this right. Thriller da, has a white da, glove on. I think so. Now we'll we'll do some research on it. Yes, we will. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Did Michael Jackson have a white glove in Thriller? Of course not. Why would that would be out of costume? He wore the white glove in a concert one time, I think. No, he always wore the white. No, glove. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. You're not a Michael fan, and I am. How did you make Michael your voice and I were the same that age? Was interesting. Michael, when your he voice just first went put to that glove on, it went to Michael's voice because Michael is. Like coming through me right now and speaking. Actually, he's not because he's not dead. He's living on an island off the coast of California. You're insane. But anyway, you're, you're insane. Chief Joe from Williamsburg, <laughs> you're on AMA 20 WNTW and FM. Yeah, uh, hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, Chief Joe, did Michael wear the glove after he first put it on forever? He doesn't know. Doesn't matter. Chief Joe knows. Chief Joe knows all. Yes. Hey, uh, about the Hispanic diversity thing. Hey, I ran into something like this about a while back, many years ago in the Navy. I'm a historian. I was born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, okay? And I used to ditch high school in the uh, afternoon to go walk through the Alamo. I'm a big fan of it, and I'm a big proponent of both sides, okay? Uh, I admired the Mexican soldier for their bravery in trying to protect their country, but I also admired the Texicans who were fighting the battle there. Well, I had a picture on my desk back at a facility in... Uh, Hawaii. Long story short, it was a picture of the final assault on the plaza with the Mexican soldiers inside of it killing the Texicans. I had a a sticker on the bottom of it going, um, this is what happens when you don't control illegal immigration. 
Well, a Hispanic female sailor went absolutely crazy about it. I bet. <laughs> uh, uh, and absolutely lost her mind and wanted to call a semio investigation and everything. That's a uh, command-managed equal opportunity. And I said, yes, you call the officer because I'm filing charges against you. And she was like, what, what, what? And all of these uh, officers and chiefs came around because it was a big deal at that point. And I said, you are a bigot. She's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I said, you automatically assume because I'm a white man that I was talking about the Mexicans being illegal. It was the Texicans who were squatters. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. And I, Thanks, I Joe. I great, was, great point. Thank you, thank you so much. I mean, we got a break. We got to go. But that's a that's a that's very interesting turn of events. And awesome. uh, I would love to hear the rest of it. Perhaps we can catch up at some point. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. <laughs> Actually, there's no glove on that. My trademark is going to be a shoe of some type. I'm not sure which. Hey, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. Hate crimes increasing? Uh, no. The three values of America? You won't believe them. They're awesome. And cell phone humor. Hate crimes are going to increase in the next few minutes because we're going to break and you're uh... You're in trouble. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Lee Brothers. Where? Yeah. Sorry, I get a little wild up sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're back. It's possible. Yeah. UCLA students define what's offensive in Halloween costumes. That'll be fun. That'll be really interesting. Hey, Chick-fil-A is beating uh, Starbucks. No, it's more popular with the millennials. No surprise there. Hey, why is Halloween really offensive? I'll get to share that with you. And ghosts, real or fake? That is next. Virginia Boys, citizens. come on, stop playing and get in here. And American patriots. Radio was the founding fathers intended. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, my name is Richard Lee. I have two friends with me right here, and if I can get them to you stop. ever seen a ghost? Yes. You've seen ghosts? Yes. You know, let's do something a little different. Hadn't planned on this, but let's, uh, let's open this hour up for ghost stories. Okay. If you've seen a ghost, heard a ghost, want to comment on a ghost... Have know someone who's seen a ghost. Four or five friends are ghosts. As a matter of fact, <laughs> if you're a ghost yourself, four I brought four. you with me, but Lord knows where they are now. They're out just cruising up and down the halls. You know that you can't. You can't create them. You create can't them. see them unless they want you to. Oh, and they don't make any sound when they want. They have the they power to do to. that. They have the power to say, I'm going to make myself known right now. That's yes. ridiculous. Yes, that's true. 804-454-1366. they can't eat. 454-1366, 454-1366, ghost stories That's the this part. hour. They can't eat, and I like to eat. I'm serious. It's a, it, if you really believe there are ghosts. Do I believe there are ghosts? I know for a fact there are ghosts. Fact. No, fact. it's a fact. Fact. Right. Fact. I've seen ghosts. I've had ghosts touch me. <laughs> touch me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who did that? See? There's a ghost in the room. They've touched you. Yes. What's it feel like? Is it like cold? Is it? It's like... Rut row. Someone's <laughs> touching me. Oh, it, it feels like a real person? Yes. You know, I I did have I did have one incident where I was I was in a hotel room and I could have swore that somebody grabbed the bottom of the comforter off the bed and pulled it. I could You know I, why? And I 
Okay. Because they well, did. They did not. They did so. No, I sat up. They might have died in that, that was, room. They might have died uh, in that hotel. Uh, they might have died 20 miles so from there. Who knows? Go, ghosts are only from dead people? Is that what I'm understanding here? The rule. What are the rules on yeah, ghosts? Yeah, pretty much. Tell I me mean, the rules on seeing a ghost. What are the rules? They can make themselves known. You, that's one of them. You just told it me. It helps if you believe. If you would oh, take I gotta, a deep I, breath and I got to believe I first. Believe. So I got it. And then they go, let's screw with that guy tonight. So that's what no, you got to do. Kidding. They, they, uh, that does help if you have a very. I think I had some in my hospital room. And what a great place to see them because. Why? Why do you think that? Sometimes people die in the hospital. So again, that's the rule. They've got to be dead people. Ghosts are only dead people? Yeah. They sure. are. What else would they be? Well, I'm pretty sure that wild animals. I mean, what else uh, would I they be? Well, I look, I'm not the expert here. Your I'm cousin asking, Bobby. I I'm mean, ask, I'm asking for help. Four, five, four. Are these people 66. who can Who's leave that? their body and then go off and? Because if that were the case, I would be applying right now. Oh uh, well, that's you can leave your body and go off and. Okay, give me the ghost story that you you saw a ghost. You didn't. You did. Did you see a ghost? You've obviously seen one. I've seen one. I worked at a place years ago. Many, many moons ago. And uh, we hired a new guy. Told him we start at 7 a.m. He gets there at 6.30. Doesn't want to be late. And he's looking through the glass windows at the place where he is now employed. And a lady in a white dress goes cruising by. And he said, hey, he taps on the glass and she goes on by. Really? He, You know, this woman had been seen by a lot of different people. Nobody told him about it because he was simply called and hired over the phone. And uh, anyway, the first guy shows up, and uh, he's the key holder. It's quarter to seven. He goes, hey, you ready to start, buddy? He goes, yeah, yeah, let's get started. Puts the key in and turns it. And the guy goes, there's somebody already here. And he and the guy turns around and says, who? He says, there's a lady in a white dress. He locked the door and said, we'll wait till everyone else is here, and then we'll go in. He said, because I've seen that lady before, and that is a ghost. No way. Yes. Okay, so that's a story. You heard. True story. But you never saw the ghost. Yeah. Oh, you saw judging me, bro. (laughs) You're judging me, bro. Maybe just a little bit. (laughs) Exactly. You're judging me, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I I saw the lady in white. You did? Yes. I also had a... Describe her to me. I had a paranormal... Let me tell you something. I want to hear about the lady first. She looks like she's wearing a vintage dress, so I imagine she was probably from... Once again, it's the ruling. A long, long time ago, 1920s, maybe turn of the century. I don't know. And I'm talking 1800. Didn't you talk here. to her? Didn't you ask her? Where are you from, Lee? I said, yeah. This hey, this is ridiculous. Get over this here. This is ridiculous. I'll talk to you. Yeah. No, but I had a paranormal investigative team come in and check out the entire building overnight one night. And in their testing, when you have a temperature drop in a building from like in the 90s down into 60 degrees. A snap out of a finger. That's a portal. On a, it's a portal. piece of expensive equipment. That's a spirit. Oh, they it took is. photographs. They have photographs of orbs. I have a, a picture what? of a ghost at home. A, okay. I do. This I have a picture ridiculous. we caught. Richard, we caught the, pic, we caught the ghost on. on come back film. to the word orb. Well, somebody orb. please come. Uh, orb. Orb. What's orb? An orb. orb. Well, it ain't edible, I can tell you that much. Well, an orb. You have a picture of an orb. Yes. Okay, what is it? It's it's an, an energy field. Oh. Which is, this is great. in fact, you've a lost, ghost! You've lost your mind. Did I scare you just then? No, you didn't. That's right. I'm looking at But anyway, I have a picture of a ghost, <laughs> and when you see it, you'll go, <laughs> I scare you. Oh my, I believe, I believe. Please don't come to my house and freak me out tonight. But you know what? They're going to come anyway. <laughs> 
There they are again. <laughs> now you two quit screwing around and get in this booth. What is it? I need you, you to come Richard, to you have a view picture. so we can talk to you. Come back to come here for a second. Just listen to me. I don't know you where have, they went. I've got to take no, them back. Stop. Do you have a picture of an orb? If I leave those guys here, you're going to regret it. Yes. You still have a picture of them? Yes. So you really believe this ghost story? You weren't just telling me this. I'd be willing to believe this orb has two, it's two orbs, and it's probably these two clowns I brought with me, but I don't know where they went. They're cruising this building right now. They're good. They can go through doors. They don't need walls. No, you can I, lock these look, doors I'm, around here. These I'm, studios are all I'm locked. Sure. They're probably no, in there I'm doing sure. their own ghostly uh, broadcast no, radio show right <laughs> now. Ghosts are To the us. spirit world? Exactly. Yeah, okay. They're uh, from a different makes, dimension. Makes sense. Um, 454-1366. Tell your, me you your ghost really stories. Believe. I don't believe. I don't believe that for a second. None of that. See, now, these I do are know, spirits that are through here. I do know that there are a lot of stories in Richmond about ghosts. And I'm wondering if they if they show up more in the fall season during Halloween, or is it like an all-year all thing? Do they come out for Halloween? And oh, no. No, 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 no. Halloween, you know they probably, back in, back in the spirit, will trick-or-treating. I don't know. But they, they're not just Halloween. What's a ghost dressed up as on Halloween? <laughs> as a ghost? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's one of them talking right now. Oh, that's phenomenal. Get in here. No, no, seriously. How I mean, do you I know punish Richmond, a ghost? I, know, I need help. How do I you need, punish a ghost? Because these know, two are really misbehaving. I know that Rich, uh, Richmond is, is, has, a, I mean, it's, if you think about it, I mean, we're the, this, the state, the Commonwealth, is very, very old. In, the, in fact, we're the starting of the country. So We've there had, are tons of stories about ghosts throughout the Commonwealth. And We've had presidents who have seen ghosts. Jimmy Carter saw a ghost. He did not. He did so. He's a nut. Sometimes he feels like a nut. Mike from Richmond, you're on AM 820, WNTW, and 92.7 FM with the Lee Brothers. Welcome. Hey, I hope you're doing better. Which one was it, Richard? Yeah, it's Richard. Yeah. I'm a thousand uh, listen, times better, uh, and thank you, Mike. Uh, listen, it seems to me like if they ever investigated Monticello, because if there's a ghost anywhere, I would certainly think Thomas Jefferson would be wandering around that place. That's yeah. a good, I think they have. I mean, I think I read something about Monticello being haunted to some degree. Oh. I'm not sure, though. There's a lot of buildings around Richmond that are haunted that they've had paranormal investigations on, and they've come back certified haunted. Yeah. So anyway, it's a it's a I would wonder. Great call, Mike. More of your stories. Great idea. Though. Ghost stories next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines open. Love to hear your stories. But how is Halloween offensive? We'll share that with you next. Also four five four. 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. On Halloween night, the great pumpkin rises out of his pumpkin patch and flies through the air with this bag of toys for all the children. You must be crazy. I forgot about that. That was a true story. I, I forgot all about the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Is that coming on? When does that come on? I want to watch that. Maybe this weekend. The great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. There is um, much uh, angst around the Halloween time frame. People concerned about ghosts and goblins. Because and of the ghosts. And we're debating whether they're even real or not, and Richard thinks they are, and we'd like your take. 454-1366, 454-1366. Jim from Hopewell, you're on AMA 20 and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. How you doing? It's Tim. Tim. Hey, Tim. Tim yeah. 
Yeah, I was in the service. I was in the Air Force back in the 80s, and I was working on an airplane one night with another guy. We were the only two out there, and we were working in the back of the airplane. It was a cargo plane, and the, the hydraulic pumps came on, and the doors opened, and, and the, the sergeant says, you know, hey, go see what the hell's going on up there. And I walked up to the cockpit, and the flight the flight deck was like three about three feet higher than the cargo deck, and I saw a pilot sitting in the seat, and I started saying something to him, and I, I pulled myself up the ladder. I seen him getting out of the seat, and I bent down, you know, look at the ladder. I pulled myself up. I, I felt ice just run right through me, and there was nobody there. I mean, I, I felt, I mean, it felt just so cold just going right through me, and there was no, there was nobody in the cockpit. Exactly. See, oh, Scott, hang on a second. Hang see, on. It's, hang on. Real. it's real. It's real. I'm on, telling questions. you, it's real. Okay, hang on. I, I'm not denying it. Tim is very convincing here. So you swear, Tim, that when you yeah. looked in the cockpit, that there was a human being and fully yeah. formed being sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the 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 pilot seat was I was behind the pilot seat, and and I saw him sitting in there. I saw I saw the flight cap had the silver piping as an officer had the flight suit on with light colored hair. And I started saying something to him and I seen him turning to get up out of the seat. And when I pulled myself up, like I said, I felt this ice cut through me. I mean, it was, I mean, it, Oh my gosh. That yeah. just, just freak me out. I, I had a yeah. friend, I had a friend that had the lady in white that I, I mentioned earlier cut yeah. right through him. And he said it was just this chill came over him and it oh, felt like yeah. a, a, like a burst of wind. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. I, now here's I went a. Back, go ahead. I went back and the sergeant's like, you know, who was up there? I'm like, <laughs> nobody. And he's like, what do you mean? And he goes, I heard you talking to somebody, and I told him what happened, and we finished up, and we went back to the shop, and we told the supervisor what happened, and he's just like, oh, okay. So here's not a, like weird or nothing, but like he, you know, he believed us. Tim, but, this this but, is a this is a very important question I'm about to ask you. He probably experienced yep. something like that before. Are you a Democrat or a Republican? <laughs> I'm an I'm an independent lean, leaning conservative. There you go. Dang it! That Welcome makes, that makes it club, more believable, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club, Tim. All right, that's oh, yeah. an unbelievable story. All right, yeah. thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And thanks for your service to our country, by the way. All right. Absolutely. All right, thank you. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Four five four thirteen sixty six. I'm because I, I look. I Tim is a truly great American. I want to know if there's more like that though. Any any stories here from the Commonwealth? Four five four thirteen sixty six. I wish my friend Jim were listening because he would call and tell you how that woman went right through okay, him. Okay, 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 okay. Every it's year true. we have the same it's conversation. True. Okay, it's true, Richard. It's true. I just you know it's it's unbelievable. I, I must admit, I am just thrilled that you're sitting there saying it's true because I, I next year it. you're going to go. I didn't say it's total bunk. I didn't say it was true. No such thing. I didn't say that. I and said don't let your friends go home with me tonight. I must say Tim's story is more convincing than yours. Is all I'm saying. That's because you're full of baloney. Cal dung, cal dung. Tim sounded like full of cal dung. You know, I could see some song like I'm writing that happening. But we're here. That's that's. Uh, I it's, call it cow dung. It's a little spooky, don't you think? No. Cow dung, cow dung. Speaking it's of spooky. from my brother. It's cow dung. Michigan City has ba banned clowns. From the bell has now rung. It's coming from my brother. It's cow dung. Cow dung. Cow dung. Don't you like that cow dung? Cow dung. Stop moving so I can squash you. Yeah, exactly. On your shoe. It's cow poo. 
so obviously you're just into this ghost thing and you completely believe it's ghosts real. Ghosts are real. Okay. I'm All telling right. you, they're real. I think the kind of spiritual aspect of that realm is real. I think that there's no question yeah, about uh, that. These are but spirits who are not felt realist. like their business they, now here they're was spirits? not done. You don't know the rules on ghosting. Quit acting like you're like an expert on ghosts. So I you've am. seen one one time. Big I, deal. No, I'm not a ghost. Watch me disappear. No, you're definitely not a ghost. Definitely. Did you see me? I was out of the room and back so fast you couldn't even oh, so see Oh, so now it. ghosts are fast? Is that it? Now I'm ghosts fast. are... I, I did you, it again. You, you didn't see rules. it. You make up the rules of ghosting. You don't even did know. did it again. You didn't even That's see it. That's why we need help. Because you don't have a clue. You just have pure one-time event in your life. I'm and, a friend of ghosts. Yeah. I think they're evil ghosts, and I think they're non-evil ghosts, okay. and I think they're mischievous ghosts. Like the two fell, I brought with me today. I think when you fell and hit your head, it was... Does more damage than everyone thought. Thanks a lot. You judging me, bro? Judging me, bro? You judging me, bro? Your phone calls next. 454 You're judging me, bro? 1831. Dressing up as a ghost or goblin or whatever it might be, it is bigger than that. Ghosts October, can be Christians too. October thirty first is a very important date for Christians, and for, actually for, and for uh, ghosts who are Christians, right? It, uh, okay. The point is, you want offensive? Now you know why Halloween is offensive. It's All Saints Day. It's not yeah, Halloween. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's actually uh, a big day for the Reformation and for Christianity and for Protestants. It's it's uh, an amazing day in history, as Martin Luther was an amazing man who changed the course of uh, of history with the 95 Thesis. So October 31st, it's not just Halloween. It's something bigger to think about. I asked a good friend of mine if he had a lot of trick-or-treaters, and he said, well, you know, by where I live, the neighborhood I live in is primarily, the kids are primarily of a different ethnic origin, they're from other countries, yeah. or they're Muslim. So to answer your question, no. Because they don't trick-or-treat. They don't go out and trick-or-treat. The kids not like candy? and So the Halloween yeah. police should go around and say, it's time to assimilate. Right. Put on exactly. your costume and get out of that house. Let's go get some candy. Speaking of police. I'll uh, share it with you. Some are policing costumes. College universities are... Ridiculous. Cities are, and UCLA students have some comments about it. That is next. But first, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. One is hate crimes, are they increasing? We got the facts there. And three values of America, you must see this video at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. You know the cool thing about Christian ghosts? What? You can sit on top of them and not even know it. What? I don't even know what that means. Oh, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com, 92.7 FM, Lee Brothers. Representing the end of political correctness, it's the Lee Brothers. (laughs) 
Just after 5.30 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, a few days before Halloween, the Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, and a ghost believer sitting to my left, sometimes my far left. Way over here. I'm sitting over here with the ghost, Mrs. Richard Lee. Yeah, you're like Herman Munster Lee. <laughs> I think you changed your name from Herman Munster Lee. Universities warn students of harmful cultural appropriations during Halloween. We have uh, a little too sensitive, I must admit, for, uh, for things. Uh, Amazon has uh, gotten complaints about their costume for Halloween of Caitlyn Jenner. It's a parody costume, shows Caitlyn Jenner in his Olympic uniform with long hair. They should have made one of Michelle Obama, the, the Amazon woman. I mean, she's a big woman. On Amazon.com. On Amazon.com. A lot of people have yeah. to look up to her, because not because of anything other than height, but, you know, you have to look up to her. Sure. An Amazon sure. woman costume would have been the way to go instead of Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, what are you... you one side's a man, one side's a woman. No, I mean, no, it's, I'm trying to explain to you. Caitlyn Jenner's costume is in the Olympic uniform, but in a female head. So it's oh, for crying uh, out loud. It makes it look like. And he went that, to the Olympics as a man. And, that's a, and that is offensive, you see. So Amazon received complaints from the LG. LG. Thank you. BTQ community. Yeah, they, that's the community. I find it offensive. I'm, yeah, I'm offended too. I'm Constantly. ticked off. I mean, I, I, Went on and ate that box of Wheaties, as nasty as it was. Yeah. I was saving a box of Wheaties he was on, but after all that, of course, the box of Wheaties is probably 20-some years old, and it was a bit a, uh, nasty. A, a kid from Prager University. Rubbery, you know, it's like chewing rubber. You ever chewed rubber? This Come the, on over, I'll give you a bowl of Wheaties. This, the guy dressed up in a sombrero and really a tasty. Mexican blanket and Trust went me. to UCLA and asked students what they thought if he was offensive. Find my outfit offensive? Yeah. You find it offensive? <laughs> Do you find it offensive? Uh, maybe a little. Do you think my outfit? Who, who finds it offensive? You're dressed up uh, in a sombrero and it's offending you. You're How could either you be- offended or you're not. You can't be a little offended. You have right. to be offended. Are not offended. There's how can no it offend in between. You? I just really don't and know how it can offend you. Why does it offend I you? I may never wear my sombrero again. I mean, you Defensive. buy those things when you go to Mexico. Where'd that guy get that sombrero? He went to Mexico probably and got it. He, and got a Mexican blanket. You're going to hear in a second. If anyone finds it offensive, why would they sell them? Right. Do you find it offensive? Uh, uh, maybe a little. Do you think my outfit is offensive? Are you Mexican? No. Yes. I think it... Why, why is it offending then? Are you I, I'm really confused on that. I don't know why that's offensive. And because you're not Mexican, it's Halloween. I can't dress up as what someone else. What if he said, I want to be? Yeah. What can, if I be, can I be Mexican? I want to be a, I want to be Mexican. I love Reform the food. stereotypes that are offensive to people. Find my outfit offensive? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because it's not your culture. Cultural appropriation? Why do you say that? Because you're not, like, Mexican. How do you know Mexican I didn't grow food up in is Mexico. like cultural appropriation? No. I find it offensive when Someone you eat a taco. Someone else's culture that we've kind of taken. Um, you don't really understand what their culture means and what it means to wear these things, like the hats and the maracas. It's hot you sort down of have there. to understand where all of this comes from for it to not be cultural appropriation. It's Halloween! 
It's just Halloween. He's just and, dressing uh, up. They wear those hats because it's hot down there. Maybe it'd be cooler up here if we wore giant hats. That's a good point. Never even thought about that. Now, what's interesting about this is that same kid that interviewed the UCL stu- UCLA students, he went into a Mexican community and asked the same questions. Let's what he find out. Do you like my costume? I like your, your, your mustache. Do you? Monthly. <laughs> Does my outfit offend you? You look, no, no, no. You look nice. Thank you. Do you like my costume? Yes. Does it offend you? No. No. No, nothing. So, so wait a minute. The, so the, why me- should you be offended, you Mexi- liberal puke? <laughs> exactly. Idiot. If it doesn't offend the people of that culture. If you look long enough, you might find one in a hundred or two hundred that would say, well, yeah. But you're, you're going to have to look long and hard. Yes. Does it offend you? No. No. No, nothing. Um, do you like do you like my outfit? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Does my outfit offend you? No, not at all. Exactly. Some people get offended by what I'm wearing. No, it's not. It's not offensive. I think it's. Do you know who sold me this? No idea. Mexicans. Oh really? Yeah. And so you're white and you get offended, but then Mexican people who sold me this and made me this don't get offended. Yes. Yeah, Seems like, kind of weird, doesn't it? Do you feel yeah. stupid now? <laughs> exactly. Liberalism and guilt of the left is hilarious. What else can I say to make you see the light? Exactly. How insane is the political correct culture of, what do they call it, cultural appropriation now? It's like the majority of people that think the Redskins' name is offensive. You go to the Indian tribes and they go, no, not at all. Yeah, I like it. No, don't take that away. Yeah. I mean, the left is more offended by things than the people who you think would be offended. I bring big spear down on you if you try to take that name away from the Redskins. I mean, they they are not offended. Of course not. They found a little group that said, "Yeah, we'll go we'll go down on national TV and say we're offended." But the bottom line is, they're not offended either. They're not if they were offended, they would have come forth without somebody hunting them down. Appropriations, this new word that uh, universities are worried about, cultural appropriations. I think the problem with the universities is they're missing a very important detail. It's Halloween. They're just dressing up. That's it. I mean, if, if you are such a leftist, quick, professionally offended person that you can't see Halloween, you think people dressing up Mexican or whatever is offensive, you got a problem. One of the emails that was sent at Gonzala University said, we urge our community to be aware of potential harmful impact of insensitive behavior. One of those behaviors is cultural appropriation. Here's the definition. The act of taking or using things from a culture that is not your own, especially without showing respect to that culture. What? So how is that happening, me dressing up at Halloween? Folks, We've got to stop. This is this is out of control. The fact that this even gets play, that college students even know what cultural appropriation is, is a evidence of a misspent or misused education. Why, why are we putting so much emphasis on cultural appropriation when the culture themselves, the Mexican culture, has no issue? They have no they, issue they with it at, at all. all. They're glad to be here. They have no issue with it at all. Maybe it, it makes no, it makes no sense. Maybe this is a a leftist invention. Maybe this is only in the mind of the left. 
Well, they've been creating this for a very long time. Oh, sure they have. It, it, if do you remember the Frito Bandito from a hundred years ago or whenever it was? The, the Frito, Frito Bandito. Bandito. I do not remember yeah, the, the Frito Bandito. The Frito Lay product, Frito corn chips. Sure, I know came out is. and their logo was a little Frito, little Mexican guy called the Frito Bandito, and the the thing behind it was he was always stealing your Fritos. Well, the left got together way, way only, back only the left. and had a problem oh, because sure. we were stereotyping all Mexican men as banditos that have come to steal your Fritos. <laughs> so Frito-Lay had to drop the Frito bandito. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. He they went didn't away. Have to. They didn't have to, right. but they did. They did. They didn't want to offend anyone, so they went away. You know, one of the reasons I think Trump is so popular is because he looks at that and goes, garbage, not doing it. Right. And people are like, finally. Instead, Megyn Kelly capitulates, folds up in the fetal position, cries on TV, and apologizes for nothing, and she gets fired for it. Gets fired. What Megyn Kelly should have done is what Trump would have done. Yeah, cussed them out and walked away. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I mean. That's not, <laughs> that's not what I mean. That's what you said in a break. No, well, that's not. Then, yeah. I didn't mean you didn't mention it over the air. <laughs> There's a petition that is uh, being circulated to move Halloween to the last Saturday of October forever. Who's who's doing that? Uh, well, I don't it, know that that's a bad idea. I don't know what I think well, about well, first that. Of all, well, who's doing that? First of all, Halloween is, isn't it like the last October day of the 31st? Month. Always. Always? I mean, it's like saying Christmas isn't December 25th. I want it to be on a holiday. You can't do yeah. that. You can't. You can't. Anyway, the third Wednesday of the month. Change, I mean, change.org started uh, this uh, with that's, Halloween. That's scary in itself right it, there. It's called the Halloween and Costume Association is pushing this to present Donald Trump to make an executive decision and move. Change.org. The petition has a goal of reaching 2,500 signatures. As of yesterday, it's at 1,700. Only 2,500? You're going to need a whole lot more than that. I don't think the White House even looks at it with less than 30,000, do they? I and by the way, of all the things, know, but all the you, things, know, you can get a license plate made with 2,500 signatures. Oh, that's true. But, but here's maybe the they're going to get a license plate made instead. Of all the things going on in our country, this is a crisis that must be addressed. It's also a crack that must be addressed. <laughs> that's true. Exactly. All right, your Let's phone, address some crocs. Your phone forward. calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 As in FM. Crocodile Dundee. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. You is what you covet. You'll find that they love it because they guzzle up the thing you prize. You see, uh, did you see this? Uh, in Chesterfield, where last night in a Wendy's in Midlothian Village Square, guy walks in with a gun and, st- and holds Wendy's up. And people say to me all the time, why do you carry a firearm everywhere you go? What would you have done? Say you, you were sitting in there. Want, I don't even want to guess what I would have done. Sitting I, in there, I, I solo, that, eating a burger. I don't know. Or sitting with me, eating a burger. And I, I don't want to. I will not address. Man with a gun. A hypothetical. I won't do it. Draw. Open fire. I don't know. I, that's kind of scary, but. If he has a gun and he's waving, the, that's he's a danger. He's a threat. I'd be yelling, brother, not at me, man. Not at me. Over there. Exactly. 454-1366. 454-1366. Linda from North Carolina. Welcome to the program. You're on AMA 20 and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Hi there. Um, say, I was just listening to your radio show, and 
I've got seven grandchildren, and um, when I was young, we had two, and we were living just out in the country and stuff. And so when Halloween came around, they created their own. We were watching Sesame Street, and it was Cowboy Cowboy O and Cowboy X, you know? Yeah. You probably are all I remember that. Yeah. Cowboy X and Cowboy O. Cowboy O and Cowboy yeah. X. And so we just created that. So the next time we created the next one. And it seems like we don't create anything anymore. We go and buy forty dollars for a unif or a costume that makes nothing. Create your own. How about that one? It's a great yeah. point. That's a great In point. In fact, it's more fun that way. I mean, it's more fun because the kids have a way of creating things, whether it's a dragon or a a tree or, you know, I mean, you can do all kinds of things and not make it political. That's true. I mean, just and, make it, it fun. Make it fun for them. I used to dress up as a hobo that needed government help from the Democrats. <laughs> 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 Great call. Thank I you did. so much. By the way, the, I think I think the point is everything's become political. I mean, you even have pumpkins that say Trump on them. I, I saw one on a step the other day. I was all in favor of it, of course. But, I mean, everything has become political. And to the caller's point, I mean, you're right. Why don't people make their own costumes anymore? Who spends all this money on costumes? These, co- these costume shops are popping up, and people go in there and spend— Halloween's an expensive holiday it's a, anymore. The, you know, how do these Halloween stores open open up? These are— Big stores. And I know they get a smoking deal on them because they've been sitting there empty for a while, but still, still. it's a lot of rent. Well, and they have to generate enough profit to pay that rent and some profit. You so would people think so. are paying a fortune for these uh, they, costumes. They have to. It's a, it's a big deal for many people. But, you know, and, and man, by the way, crazy. there are some cities who are banning, make it illegal for those 12 or older to trick or treat. Wow. That changes your Halloween store, doesn't it? It'll keep you out, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, no. No law will keep me from trick-or-treating. I can That's promise right. you that. This ain't no game. It's a serious business. You'd have to trick-or-treat on your feet instead of your knees. <laughs> you won't get as much candy that way. <laughs> you, believe, you won't believe how much candy I get. And by the way, I, I take, know. I you take go this, on your knees with I take, shoes no, glued no, no, to your no, kneecaps. No, no. no I have, my, I have my, my youngest go up there, and then, she, you know, she's got two bags. People say, oh, her. look, he's got no knees. Yeah. <laughs> you judging me, bro? <laughs> you judging me, bro? Exactly. He gets his candy and says, "Now shut the door." Who do you think so is? You can't see my feet sticking out behind. Me. Which restaurant do you think is more popular for teenagers, Chick Fil A or Starbucks? Chick Fil A. Uh, now you wouldn't have thought that if I didn't prep it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have thought no, that. No, I would never. Have Starbucks thought that. five dollars a cup for coffee. It's a fad, man. It's cool. All the kids it's are not doing cool. it. All the kids are doing Starbucks, but that's not true. New survey of teenage consumers has good news for Chick-fil-A and uh, bad news for Starbucks. Chick-fil-A has officially displaced Starbucks as teens' preferred restaurant across income groups, according to the latest Taking Stock with Teens survey. The Atlanta-based chicken sandwich chain is preferred by both upper-income teens and average-income teens for the first time. Now, Starbucks is a bastion of liberalism, and yep. Chick-fil-A is yep. the complete opposite. In fact, it plays Christian music as you yeah. go in there, I don't think I don't know if most people realize that when you walk into a Chick Fil A, I know it because I know the music, so I can immediately. You know who it. else does? Cookout. Cookout. Yeah, Cookout's, Cookout's got phenomenal prices, and they play Christian music. A few weeks ago, I was in one, and it was like a wow experience. This huge group of teenagers came in. They got their food. They sat down, and the girls started singing 
the song that was playing. The kids did? Yes. And they it was a, every word is Christian music. That's awesome. Every word. Where was this? Where it was you, um, you go out the without cookout me? up in how the come, West End. How come you don't take me with you in these places? I was passing by. I said, there's a cookout. I must stop and eat. Should I call Scott? No. <laughs> <laughs> how humiliating. Uh, he didn't call me last not, time he stopped. Not, not even. Besides, it was taking 45 minutes to get Not her, even a milkshake. And he would drive 45 minutes for I a would. free burger. Yes, a milkshake. You betcha. Yeah, they got awesome milkshakes. Right, but they're a Christian organization, and they're a great place for the cool. kids to go because they can, they can eat there inexpensively. 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW, 92.7 FM. Word. And that's a wrap. But it ain't no Halloween candy wrap. Oh, yes, it will be. Yeah, uh, next week. I mean, how long could you eat a Halloween candy? The candy, I think I think I still have candy. Being a diabetic, not very long. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. I think I still have candy from a year ago. I'm pretty sure we do. Yep, I'm sure you do. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to stay tuned for Cut to the Chase with Senator Amanda Chase, and we'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. So what do we do with the remaining minute? We talk. <laughs> Check us out. 820 I just wanted to answer. get that out. I thank and you very done, much. You know, so I, I'm finished. You. Check us out. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. We archive our shows. I'm going to my eyes. Three great videos there. One is uh, Hate Crimes Increasing. You'll see that it's not. It's a con. Voice, Voice of the, the Mankind. mankind. And uh, Three Values of America that every Democrat should see this video. And learn what the three values of America are because they're against all three of them. Yeah, don't watch it going. <laughs> 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. Here's the good news for Richard. He doesn't have to dress up for Halloween. That's right. I'm going to go with Scott. That didn't come out like I thought it would. I had a much better plan and it laid an egg. People are going to say, what are you? I'll say Scott Lee, and they'll chase me out of the yard. Senator Amanda Chase is next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Word. Go! Go! My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, by God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.